This episode of the Ministry of Misfits podcast and this awesome shirt are brought to you by a Courageous Clothing Company. Courageous Clothing Company is a Christian family-owned business that specializes in custom designs that they create as well as bulk screen printing of your custom designs as well. When you buy from Courageous Clothing Company, you're not just buying an awesome shirt. You also are helping spread the gospel across the world through the missions that they support, such as this here with Ministry Misfits, as well as with their own designs that have Christian-themed messages sharing the gospel in an awesome and relevant way, or as we say within CSRM and Ministry Misfits, strategically relevant evangelism. Check out their entire line at CourageousClothingCompany.com. everybody welcome back to the ministry misfits podcast we are still here we didn't just leave you behind at christmas time we we kind of survived right i mean no we yeah we definitely survived both of us unfortunately got caught covid not from each other but and at um, two separate two separate times exactly so we spent our time in quarantine and still just being a little bit separated here on zoom and it sounds like you're still on the up and up coming out of everything even though you're not contagious yeah i'm i'm hopefully not gonna start coughing into the microphone and infect everybody through you know the podcast waves here uh, but yeah we we both survived covid we both are kind of back but neither one of us are really ready to be able to deal with each other in close proximity while we talk really loudly so we're still on Zoom for this round. We'll hopefully be back here, maybe if not next episode, the following following week. But we want to talk a little bit about how we got to this point. You know, it's New Year. It seems like, I, honestly, I don't even know. The past two years feel like somebody is just playing with the like when my when my toddler gets the remote and starts hitting all the fast forward and rewind buttons at the same time. That, well, it was weird. Like I reflected back on it. I feel like 2020 went by really quick. And then 2021, I feel like it went by slowly. Like even looking back of when I left my job and we started with the podcast, which we'll talk about, it's like, that seems forever ago, but we're like, no, that was still the same year. So I feel like first year went really fast. Last year went slow and we'll see what this year brings. Yeah. I was going to go the other way around. 2020 seemed like it drug on forever. 2021 seemed like it took no time at all. <laughs> and now I have no idea what to expect for 2022. Because <laughs> if anybody has been watching my Twitter feed, it seems like we're going to have some very interesting things going on here in 2022. So far, we've, we've had some interesting conversations on Twitter. Um, so we, we do want to take some time though, and actually talk about how we got to this point. Cause I've talked about it on other, other podcasts, one, you know, places where I've been on as a guest, you and I obviously have talked about it a ton. Yeah. Greg and I have talked about it a ton, but I don't know that we've ever actually walked through how we got to this point, both ministry misfits and 
Brandon as a ministry misfit. We've never really gotten to this this point on our show. We we talked about it just briefly for my personal interview, I think a little bit, but yeah, why don't you just break it down for us to kind of take it back to the ground level before there was even a podcast at all of what set the vision, what set the stage for you wanting to um, do a podcast specifically? Yeah, so we start actually back in 2017 when Dr. Linville and Bob Schindler of Seed and the rest of the Reach Foundational Partners, which Reach Gathering, it's coming up soon. We had a very quick turnaround thanks to, again, the fact that 2020 and 2021 just seemed to not have any set speed at all. Um, you know, we're, the foundational partners asked me to help them start a podcast after our good friend, Garrett price told Greg Linville, you need to have a podcast. And then Greg was like, okay, but how do I do it? And so they, they asked me to do this and I had never done any podcasting. I had never even heard a podcast because I was still using a not a flip phone, but one of the slide phones with the keyboards, yep, yep. which somehow <laughs> those keyboards I can actually type with. Hey, they're but coming back I, now. So everything know. that was retro is coming back. So they're, yeah. you might be my, on trend my fingers are too fat to use a smart smartphone keyboard, which is why people that have ever texted with me, you never know what's going to actually come out. But I could do it on those little tiny keyboards for some reason. Don't know why. Side note. But regardless, I, I very quickly, I had, I had learned video editing from my dad, who was a, a videographer. We had a videography company for a while. I had learned how to do all the digital media stuff by accident, which we can talk about that another time where I accidentally became an expert in social media. And then we just kind of figured out after I looked up a few things on YouTube, things like that, we slowly figured out how to develop a podcast Greg and Bob recorded a couple and then the foundational partners needed to move it to monthly instead of uh, weekly. And so Greg and I then created the CSRM podcast, which is the granddaddy of all of this. And so we had the CSRM podcast for a couple of years and then 2020 decided to rear its ugly self. And so we start out 2020 with just the CSRM podcast. And then the Tuesday talks kind of develop out of just the reach gathering was canceled. And so we start the Tuesday talks up because people just want to get together somehow. And so we started doing that. We kind of developed that. But in the midst of 2020, we all know what happens. There are plenty of examples of different things. So one of the first things that happened actually in 2019 was Kanye West came out as a believer, which you are probably asking, how does Kanye West tie into ministry misfits? But what I started seeing was the reaction from a lot of people within the churches towards Kanye West becoming a believer. It was not a very good reaction, <laughs> at least from the, a lot of the people I saw. I don't know. You may, it may be a little bit different because you were already attached to third street at this point. Yeah. I think I saw kind of mixed reviews of, and again, none of, none of the people we you talk to know Kanye personally. So it's like, right. nobody really knows his heart and nobody will except Christ. But yeah, I think I saw mixed reviews of this guy has been living this lifestyle for so long. And then now he's just claiming Jesus. 
But for other people, it was kind of an open arms acceptance of kind of welcome to the family type thing. So I think you saw both sides. Right. And so, you know, the, the thing that I noticed was the difference in the reaction between Kanye per, Kanye's profession of faith and his discipleship process that was very widely shared after the fact. He didn't share about it during it, but after the fact, he very openly shared his discipleship process. Um, I even listened to an interview that was done with the pastor that did it all with him and actually talked him into recording uh, Jesus as King. But, you know, the difference between that response from the church and the response from the church in 2016, when the future president was suddenly declared a Christian. And I started noticing the difference in the fact that it was automatically accepted that the politician was a Christian, even though we had no idea where he was at in his discipleship journey or anything like that. But then you look at the reaction to Kanye, where we had a full picture of his, of his discipleship process on display and even his testimony in a lot of the lyrics that were coming out all of a sudden. And the reaction was completely different. And then we move into 2020 and we start seeing the reaction from people first with COVID and a lot of the people that are, which is part of where the fun on Twitter has been coming lately. <laughs> um, you know, the reaction on, 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 uh, on social media, especially on uh, over COVID with the idea of, Oh, well, it only kills 1% or, it's not, it's, you know, the master of the mark of the beast, which we already dealt with all that in the, the eschatology mm-hmm. episode, all that, all these different things. And then in 2020, we also have all of the, the race stuff going on as well. And we're in the middle of an election. And what I started noticing was that the one thing that could not be found within the American church anymore was the quality of empathy. Hmm. Yeah, it's very it true. It seems either, like that trait was lost. <laughs> right. You know, it was either, oh, all lives matter, Black Lives Matter is a, is a communist, Marxist, terrorist group. So all lives matter until we start talking about the vaccine. And then, oh, it doesn't matter because only 1% die. Well, is it all lives matter? And so, so does this 1%? Or is it that all lives only matter when it's convenient for you? And this yeah. idea, and even when we start watching the all the things going down with the protests, nobody stops to ask, why are they protesting? It's immediately, why are they destructive in their protests? Can't they just do things peacefully? When we saw the reaction to the peaceful protests also, yeah, there was no conversations going on outside of places like Tribe Collective. You know, those organizations were trying to hold these conversations, but outside of that, there were very few conversations actually happening. And so, I think there were lots of conversations happening, but they weren't constructive ones. Yes, there were not, there was very little constructive conversations coming out of the church. Yeah. And I appreciated from the seminary seminary class I'm taking, and we still need to do another homework episode, but falling behind. Uh, for this semester a little bit yeah 
But one of the things that one of the doctors talked about was conflict and how conflict actually kind of strengthens your relationship a lot of times with people, but it has to be done correctly. Right. And it needs to come from the standpoint of not that I'm right and you're wrong, but to come to the understanding that myself as a Christian or even as a human being did not come to the pinnacle of all understanding of where I'm at today. So what can I learn from you by asking questions and seeing and hearing out your sides and opinion, which again, I feel like did not happen. It was just, here's my stake in the ground and let's duke it out. (laughs) Well, and this even falls back into a lot of the other stuff we've talked about on here already is this idea of the fact that what we have seen over the past six, seven years is that the church has fallen into cold war theology, Christian nationalism so tightly that we now have completely lost vision of what the church's responsibility in a society actually is. And, you know, Dr. Linville and I talked about this, you know, we wrote, he had me write a couple blogs. Um, You know, if you go to our website, the first set of blogs that I wrote actually was in response to the whole Houston Astros cheating scandal um, (laughs) as far as a theological look onto that. So that's that you can find on our website. Eventually it'll be back up on the CSRM website once we get the blog transferred over. Um, But, you know, you can go, go check all of that out. Um, but you know, we, we started writing the, he had me start writing these blogs on these things that we were seeing, but it didn't really fit anywhere within the, the network that we had. Yeah. Cause back it up a little bit for those that might not know CSRM specifically, as far as like sports ministry, correct? Right. You know, the most, of, most That's people why are aware. Fit. Yeah. Most people are aware if, if you've been listening at all, CSRM, CSRM is the association of church sports and recreation ministers. They are the parent company, parent ministry, parent church ministry over Overwhelming Victory, which is one of the networks that we're on. I work for them, which is why you can donate to us through them. Um, But we are all about equipping the local church, which is why we have such a focus on the local church here. It's all about equipping the local church to reach out into their community through sports rec and fitness ministry primarily. And so, we, you know, when we're t- a lot of the stuff that we're talking about here that we're seeing going on in 2020, even starting into 2019, doesn't necessarily fit into the sports rec fitness ministry side, but it definitely fits into the local church. And so, Greg and I had been talking back and forth as far as okay, we, we just need to find where this fits into the picture. And then 2021 starts right off the bat on january 6th with the insurrection and part of what the benefit of being in the csrm network is that we have such a wide international network of gnps and staff is i was able to not only see the reaction of people here in the u.s but internationally church leaders their response and the fact that there were so many church leaders from within Africa, within South America, within some of the Asian regions that were saying, when we turned on the news, we thought it was a local broadcast until we saw the American flags. Mm. 
put everything into perspective of, okay, we have this huge network of believers that are all seeing this outside of a political context and just in a theological context. We need to start actually sharing this. And that's when Dr. Linville said, yeah, just go buy a microphone and do this. <laughs> easier said than done, right? Just buy a microphone and you'll you'll well, get your it, It's podcast. not necessarily easier said than done <laughs> unless you've already created three other podcasts at this point and now you're just having to sit in front of the microphone instead of sit behind the editing bay. So, right. you know, you know, and so that that's where this all kind of came out of. The name was very easy to come up with because this is where I've been my entire life is this idea of I don't fit into any of these molds. You know, Dr. Quigley was the one that even in college was like, you are way too secular for Christianity and you are way too Christian for the secular world. And part of what he said was, so good luck. The other part was he said, but that's exactly where God has placed you. (laughs) Yeah, it's a big burden to have, but also kind of a peaceful one in a way of like, I know I don't fit the mold, but that's how God made me. So like, what can we do that's different to kind of flip the script a little bit and right. and turn turn things on its head, but also do it effectively and loving. And it, and it also puts us in an interesting place too, because we are fully a part of the world that we're talking about here. We are fully a part of, you know, the evangelical local church model. You know, I've served in multiple positions within, within local churches. I have, I serve on a, you know, in a parachurch, an international parachurch ministry that focuses in on the local church. You know, we, we are fully invested in, you're a part of a local church. You're a part of, you know, you're also part of an outside nonprofit. You're also fully invested into other nonprofits that are both a part of churches and not. Uh, you know, all these different things we're we're fully invested into the world, but at the same time, because we are not necessarily fully recognized as being fully invested in this world, it allows us to be able to see things from a much broader perspective. And that really is where the empathy side of things comes in. Uh, we want to be able to look at how these different things that are going on are actually affecting the way that the world is looking at us and what the world is actually seeing. Are, are we being defined by our love, which is what Jesus tells us that people know we're disciples by, or are we being defined by something else? You know, and the that's other why I appreciated event, what you were saying on Twitter the other day of being salt and light. And that's sometimes I feel like hard to be both. Right. And we always, we always want to one of those out. at times but it's hard to be both. <laughs> right. And that, and that's a, you know, we want to shout out, you know, Corey is the one that laid it out the best. I think of, you know, conservatives are very good at being salt. You know, progressives are very good at being light, but Christ doesn't call us to be one or the other. He calls us to be both. And that is, you know, kind of the message that we're wanting to get across is, okay, we can be both if we get rid of some of these external things, you know, whether it's the, the pressures of how it looks, how it sounds, the pre- you know, all these different things that typically are associated within church ministry and actually get back to doing the ministry work that God has actually called us to do. And, you know, that was one of the other things that happened in 2021 
was on Palm Sun Palm Sunday on Twitter, Christianity was actually a trending topic, which ideally we're thinking, oh, this is great on the the Sunday that is supposed to be focused around worship more than any other Sunday. Mm-hmm. Christianity is trending on Twitter. This is great. But if you actually opened up the pay, you know, the you click on the hashtag and it brings up all the tweets that are using it. It was not trending because a bunch of churches were celebrating Palm Sunday and the fact that Holy Week is about to start and that we're focused in on the fact that, you know, Friday is coming, but so is Sunday and all of that. Instead, it was full of people talking about how they cannot stand the way Christianity reacts to fill in the blank, whether it was the protests, whether it was immigration whether it was vaccines, masks, COVID in general. The other big one at that point was little Nas X's stuff that he was doing. With his shoes. <laughs> with the shoes specifically. All of that kind of stuff was going on. That was what was being hashtagged Christianity on the day that was supposed to be focused in on the fact that the, king, the Messiah is entering Jerusalem preparing to finally fulfill the law. It's kind of heartbreaking to see because, like you said, it's supposed to be a day that we um, celebrate Christ and really kind of the foundation of our faith as believers. And that it in turn is kind of the mirror back at us of, hey, look at what you've done as Christians. I say you as in us as a collective group of believers. So I think there's self-burden in that too of, yeah, I carry that weight of being a hypocrite at times. I feel like that for me personally, that's what sometimes makes it more difficult to share my faith out in public is here's this label of Christianity and Christians. And as we all know, we sin and fall into those areas sometimes. So it's like hard of, I feel like I got to live this perfect life to break the mold and be that misfit um, that doesn't correlate to those tweets. Right. And you know, the, the other side of that is that what we actually see is that typically if if you're talking with someone outside of the faith already, they would much rather you be the true hypocritical self that you are when talking to them rather than trying to mask up and do all these things. Because when you mask up, we end up getting all these things that that Twitter feed was talking about. True, yeah. And, and that that's, you know, that's part of why we always talk about we're stripping away of different stuff when we start leading this, you know, we're stripping off the political agendas of it. We're stripping off the cultural agendas of it. And we're going to just say, okay, what does scripture actually say about these things? You know, and so we started with, we started right off the bat, you know, talking with Bradley Barnes about his, you know, his childhood growing up in apartheid in South Africa and the, the fact that we, we already saw what the gospel can do for a nation when it's allowed, when you've got leaders like Desmond Tutu who just died here towards the end of 2021, you know, when we, when we've got leaders like that, that are going to take the gospel and just take the gospel in and let the gospel do the work. Doesn't matter that he was taking it to a leader that was a socialist. Doesn't matter that he was, you know, taking it to a current leadership group that was, you know, technically a democracy, even though they weren't, 
you know, it didn't matter who he was taking it to. He was just taking the gospel in and letting the gospel do its work. And so we saw racial reconciliation begin until politics started moving in. And now we're back to square one. Mm -hmm. We have these examples all over the place. We just have to actually look for them and be willing to listen to them. And so that's why we started doing all this. And then I very quickly realized after I had to record an episode by myself that I don't do well by myself, but I had already (laughs) recorded about half a season because I was preparing for a baby to come and had no idea what that meant schedule wise. And then all of a sudden in the middle of Bible study one day, some random guy in the group talks about how he feels like he needs to be doing something more ministry related and that he just quit his job, but he doesn't know where he fits into all of this. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I don't know either, but he seemed to be like he might fit the misfit. <laughs> yeah. So we can take a step back at that and kind of talk about, yeah, me onboarding at that point. Um, yeah, so I guess it would have been 2020, kind of that late fall into the winter where I felt like God was kind of getting a hold of my heart a little bit more and kind of saying, it's time for you to step down away from your job and take a leap of faith for what I have next for you. Um, and at that point in time, I didn't know if that was ministry. I didn't know if that was working with youth. I didn't know if that was working with a nonprofit. The only real certain thing I guess I would say is Canton here in Ohio felt like the one certainty. So it was convenient because you were already here. Yeah. I didn't have to go. I just needed, well, stay and go, but, <laughs> but yes, I did not have to move anywhere. Um, <laughs> so being obedient to God and stepping aside and kind of getting out of my own way a little bit um, was was very helpful. And especially that time off ended up being seven months that I was not officially working anywhere um, before landing a job at a nonprofit. But then, yeah, talking at Bible study and kind of having people process along the journey, because one, the initial journey was kind of scary of leaving a good paying job that I liked. Um, And then that transition of, okay, I've got free time now. Like, what do I do? What am I supposed free to time. <laughs> Yeah. What do I do during this period to not just sit and play video games, but um, try to sit in God's word and prepare, I guess, for what's next. And um, so that's when you yeah, kind of reached out to me the one day and was like, after Bible study, Hey, how would you like to help do the podcast and be the co-host? And I'm like, sure. Yeah. I, I enjoy talking and being on camera a little bit is not a problem for me. And uh, I was like, at least for now, it's a way to do ministry. That's again, different. And yeah, it's been enjoyable to, uh, to be on the journey since I think May is when I joined, but August is when I started doing the episode since you pre-recorded some of them. Yeah, we we you have actually been on board way longer than most people probably realize. So I think the first time you really showed up was the more than a game uh tournament that we we did at Third Street. But you had already been on board for a few months at that point, kind of feeling it out, seeing what was going on, look, looking at different stuff. You know, I gave you some homework 
before you started your seminary class, um, <laughs> you know, as far as learning, learning what we do with the three-tier paradigm and things like that and, and how that all fits. But, you know, after, since, since coming on, you know, we did, we did more than a game. I was at reach gathering. We did the absurd conference. Um, you know, we, we've done your homework a couple of times. Um, you know, we, we've done all these different things, but where do you, where do you, how do you think that doing this for you specifically has kind of helped you with figuring out where that whole call that came in 2020 actually fits? You know, do you think that, you know, it was all preparation for project rebuild do you think that it was all preparation for this? Do you think it's combination or do you think maybe there's still more to come once you actually do your homework at Fuller? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, I feel like there's more to come. I don't know what that is, but it's, I guess the one thing that's tough about my personality is I'm not very content. And so I like to look <laughs> at the past and I like to look at the future, but I don't like to sit and say, all right, here today in 2022, where am I at? <laughs> and being content in that. So I was waiting to hear Emily yell amen from the other room. <laughs> <laughs> but Ironically, though, that's part of what we're doing today is we're talking about, okay, we're here in 2022. So what does that even mean? And so, you know, we, we finished off 2021 with some fun. We, we challenged your your... Christmas and Bible knowledge. And I think we, maybe I, I caused your COVID from the confusion. That's a, what a it couple was. Of didn't, times. Get enough, didn't get 12 points. So yeah, we, you, you didn't even get to 10, unfortunately, not that we're going to just keep bringing that up over and over for the rest of your life. Um, but you know, we, we ended the year with some fun until we both got sick, but now we're into 2022 and we've got some exciting things that we want to do to finish out season one. We've got some exciting things coming up in between season one, season two. We got some exciting things coming up in season two. We got some exciting things coming up the rest of the year. So we are going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and just talk for a little bit about what we've got coming up. And then we will uh, get on working on all of that. Hi, this is the Ministry Misfit, Andrew Fouts. I'm also the Director of Digital Resources for CSRM and the producer of Overwhelming Victory Productions. And today we want to talk a little bit about Anchor FM. Part of our job here at Overwhelming Victory Radio is to provide ministries with easy and affordable ways to create their own media content. And one of these ways is Anchor FM. Anchor is a free one-stop studio with tools to allow you to create a custom podcast experience. They do everything from creation tools, distribution tools, and even marketing tools with ads such as this. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. All right, welcome back. It's 2022. We talked about the woes and perils of 2020 and 2021 that led to all of this craziness Within the misfits, we didn't even talk about what led to all the craziness in the world. Maybe we'll do yeah, that. We are, another day. Every, everyone lived their own experience of that. We yes. don't need to talk about that further. Yeah. Um, who was, I don't remember who it was. Somebody was talking about how they think 2020 should just be named a cuss word because it is four letters technically. 
even though it's fun <laughs> numbers. Um, anyway, we want to talk a little bit about what what's coming up here. Um, you know, we we're we're getting close to the end of season one, which is pretty incredible to think about because around this time last year is when I was buying the microphones, and now we're almost to the end of season the end of season one. Yeah, if you Stuff build like- it. We will all listen. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, that was a terrible take. You can you can delete yeah. that one. Yeah, well, well, we may have to do some editing here in the second half. You know, we 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 are we're we're planning out as much as people probably don't believe this ever actually happens. We have kind of planned out the end of season one. And we already have plans for season two and beyond season two with some other things we've got going on. So the first thing we want to let you know about is what to expect here the next two months or so. So season one officially will end right at the end of February because we've got a lot of things coming out of CSRM in the month of March that um, we're going to, we are going to talk about a little bit on here with Dr. Linville um and things like that we we've got some stuff coming up in march that we want to be able to put a lot of focus into so we're going to take a break in march we're also going to do some rebranding here with ourselves now that brandon is fully invested and cannot escape that yeah right that face didn't really sell it as well as i was hoping either but we'll deal with it i I was gonna try to run out of the room or something but you know, he, he has signed the contract that doesn't exist, but it does in my head. And so it's legally binding in my head. <laughs> you can't we, post any pictures of me. Just remember that. I didn't sign that one. Yeah, right. Uh, where was I going? I'm gone now. Oh, yeah. We're going to rebrand a little bit. Um, so don't be alarmed if all of a sudden the website goes offline because it's just part of the process. Um, we, we've got some different things. We, we've gotten some feedback from some different people, some that are listeners, some that were third party, some that were are within our production team through Overwhelming Victory. So we, we, we've got some different ideas as to how to better do, do this now that we actually have the studio set up, now that Brandon can't run away from us, all that good stuff. Now that Brandon actually has a... We, we actually kind of have a, a schedule now for you, which was something we didn't expect to have to deal with so quickly, but we're dealing with it and we're dealing with it pretty, pretty decently. Yeah, that's right. Now that I got the opportunity to be full-time at my job now, which is great. Um, so it just creates a little bit more planning, which we're our, our best thing at here is planning. So just that's more right. planning. Everybody knows that. We're going to record. That's right. All 13 days of our misfits that then still ended up at 12 because we miscounted while we were recording. Even after we acknowledged we knew we were miscounting, we still managed to miscount. You know, we we uh you know we we've got this stuff somewhat planned out. So the rest of season one, we actually are kind of going to be doing it in a in a theme setting, not not twelve days of misfit style, but we want to actually talk about a little bit about the local church and church history and why this actually matters both in ministry. And as somebody that just is a part of the local church, why why church history actually matters, and why it really is actually a theolo- theological issue, not just a historical. You know, it's good to know for a trivia game type knowledge. Um, and so we we've got some exciting things coming up with that. Um, Doctor Linville is going to help us walk through ecclesiology, which is the theology of a local church. 
Um, Dr. Um, Allison Barr from Baylor University is going to be coming on to talk why history matters. Um, you know, we, we've got some exciting things coming up. That That is how we're going to close out season one. Coming up in season two, though, we've got some exciting things, kind of like what we've done in the past with some interviews. Um, we've got a couple couple special guests already lined up. Um, you know, Hannah hey, Kate you, Williams. I was going to say, why don't you talk about the documentary series a little bit that is hopefully in the works? And um, Yeah, that, that's where we're going. Okay, perfect. That's a, um, Hannah Kate Williams, some of you may know her as Freedom's Bride on Twitter and Instagram. Um, she, she is going to be coming on, um, Kevin Jant, who is a seminary student at the moment. He and his family are planning on coming on, um, Moose, the rapper named Steven, he's going to be coming back as well, um, to, to talk a little bit more about their stories, things like that. But they also are going to be coming on to talk a little bit with us in a documentary style about their story of church hurt and redemption, which is why it's so we we think it's important for us to finish out season one talking about the local church and why that matters and acknowledging church history a little bit, is that we we hear a lot of stories right now in this era of deconstructing of how the church has hurt people, but we don't normally hear the stories of what happens to those people that do not just drop their faith completely but instead allow God to work in them again. And then they come back to seek restoration within those congregations. And so we want to share those stories a little bit. So um, Hannah Kate's coming on, Kevin and his wife are coming on. The rapper named Steven is coming back. Um, We've got a couple other guests lined up um, to talk patriotism as far as what biblical patriotism actually looks like. Um, you know, we, we, we've got some exciting things already in the works that we have kind of actually planned ahead. That's right. Yeah. And I'm going to just kind of even answer more of your question from before. I think one of the coolest things about being on the podcast is just talking about a broad range of conversations and talking with people that bring their own opinions and um, viewpoints to the table and again, that we can just share and have these conversations that we can come to a standpoint of, we're not saying we're, we're completely right or wrong on something a lot. Well, sometimes we are, but <laughs> just being able to have these conversations and hopefully through social media or other ways of contacting us that you'll engage and have these conversations. So we, that way we can carry it further. Right. So speaking of contacting us, see, we, we even planned out the segue, man. We are so planned. Yeah. <laughs> contacting us you can contact us on twitter i'm at ministry misfit brandon occasionally gets on he's at simmons sticks you can find us on twitter um you can contact us through instagram at ministry misfit on facebook at ministry misfit on tiktok at ministry misfit um you know you can email us ministry misfit media at gmail.com um you can contact us a variety of ways you can contact us through the website all those different things let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about. Let us know if there's anything you don't want us to talk about, even though we probably will still do it anyway, because, you know, we actually planned it out this time. <laughs> um, you know, we also, another exciting thing, we are still partnered with Tikva, and we're planning to continue that. We're hoping to be able to talk with Maquita a little bit, maybe even be able to talk to some of the students 
um, and, and hear about what's going on there. You can still go to our store and buy the Tikva teas. The money, the profits from that still go back to Tikva. Um, you can find all of that through our bio link, which is bio.link backslash ministry misfits. And that has a link to everything that we have. We also could really use some help as we go into season two with some reviews. If you could go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify now is allowing reviews as well. Um, wherever you're listening to this, go on, leave us a review. Let us know what we're doing. Feel free to leave us a bad review because that actually does help us. Just don't be a troll because you know God's watching. Um, and we can that will that will help us as we prepare for season two, as we see where people are listening, things like that. Um, if you'd like to donate, you can do that in a couple of different ways. One of them is to go to our buy me a coffee page. That's buymeacoffee.com backslash ministry misfits. Or if you'd rather do that for a tax credit, because you know it is 2022, so be prepared for all your taxes. That's just a friendly reminder. I've got a mountain of receipts I got to get through for all of my self-employed fun. Um, if you want to do it for a tax credit, you can go to csrm.org backslash donate. Click on on the new website. I believe you click on domestic staff, and then that will take you where you need to go to find my name, and you can give there. And again, that money not only goes to the misfits, but also the work that CSRM is doing internationally. Again, that's working with the local church, but specifically within the sports rec and fitness area. So, Brandon, we survived. We made it. We survived through this this episode without me coughing also, which that was without editing. If anybody doesn't believe it, go back and watch. It should be somewhat seamless. Yeah. Now, if you see the break somewhere, then we know that. (laughs) Well, we don't talk about the breaks. That's right. So, you know. We made it. We're here. We've got some exciting things about about to happen. We're getting ready. We are planning it out as much as people probably are like, as much as they're saying it, it probably really isn't happening. But it is. It's happening. It is. Yes. Just go check Twitter. I have these conversations on there so you can see them. <laughs> yeah. Have a good week. We will hopefully be back next week. I'm going to be doing a little bit of traveling, but we're hoping to get the episode out still ahead of time. And we will see you all throughout whatever this crazy year is going to bring. That's right. The Ministry Misfits podcast is a production of Overwhelming Victory Flicks, Overwhelming Victory Radio, and Ministry Misfits Media. Dr. Greg Linville and Andrew Fouts are our executive producers, and Brandon Simmons is associate producer. Our music is provided by Morning Light Music and is titled Rain. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can email us at ministrymisfitmedia at gmail.com or by following at Ministry Misfit on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can support Ministry Misfits at anchor.fm forward slash Ministry Misfits or for FO1C3 credit by going to csrm.org forward slash donate and selecting Andrew Fouts in the campaign menu. To learn more about Overwhelming Victory or to listen to our sister podcast, visit overwhelmingvictory.org.